Welcome back, children of the revolution, to What You're Not Listening To, the award-winning audio educational and anthology series here on aceofspadespdx.com. And I am Daddy Ben Bear, Ben Brown Jr., your host, show producer, webmaster, audio engineer, researcher, videographer, and writer, doing it all here on the DIY once again here in December. And, um, you know, I, I'm not really fond of Christmas music. It is the season and all that. It's, I swear there's only like five Christmas songs, right? And they're all just done to death. Um, I much prefer religious music, uh, but we're going to kind of do a little bridge here. So today we're looking at God Rock. We're going to revisit the late 60s to early 70s religious phenomenon in popular music. Starting in the late 60s and really uh, starting to take hold uh, by the early 70s was a new type of popular music that was previously verboten on commercial music stations. Alternately titled Jesus Rock or God Rock, a wave of religious-themed songs hit the airwaves that proved tremendously popular. Even heavy rock acts picked up on this with the juggernaut of all classic rock radio tracks, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven becoming the cornerstone of their catalog during this period. It coincided with two major religious movements in North America, that of the Hare Krishnas and Evangelical Christians, the latter referred to at the time as Jesus People or Jesus Freaks. It is also worth noting that many people who originally self-identified as hippies also joined this movement, creating a strange type of hybrid cosmic consciousness um, with mainstream Christianity. Interestingly, some of the composers and performers of these songs uh, about Jesus were members of the Jewish faith as well. In hindsight, it tells of the feeling and mood of Western culture, particularly in the United States, a nation seemingly coming apart at the seams with homegrown terrorism, a weekly occurrence in major cities, the assassination of major civil rights leaders, and the ongoing war in Vietnam. This show does not include straight-ahead Christian rock and pop acts who solely recorded in that genre, such as Larry Norman or Keith Green, but instead illustrates that people were looking for something new, and it was reflected in the popular culture of the day. Yes, it was. Uh, somebody who lived through it, it's amazing. Um, listening back to this, I'm like, these, many of these songs were massive, massive hits at the time. And our first act is a singer-songwriter who originally hails from Massachusetts. Though raised an Orthodox Jew, this singer was definitely inspired by Christian religious beliefs. In its original form, it was a folk number, but with the addition of studio effects, including double-track vocals, gospel-like backup singers, and a searing electric guitar, it made a cultural touchstone still used to this day in countless films and television productions. From 1969 and a massive hit in 1970, the title track to Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum, and we'll see you at about the half hour mark.
Welcome back, children of the revolution, to what you're not listening to, the Outer Educational Anthology series. Do still recording these in one take. Hope all of you are having a, a great December. It's been um, kind of up and down for me. I'm still working like a dog at the job, six or more days a week, you know, 10 or more hours a day. It's just, it is what it is. And uh, just try to put food on the table, right? Ah, yes, I still get to crow about my 50 pounds I've lost since I took this job, which is one of the reasons I did it. So, haha, I can actually fit my pre-pandemic clothes and then some. It's been kind of awesome. Now, you see, you know, you got to look for the silver lining. Yes, I know. Let's recap what we've heard in our um, very interesting show about God Rock. Yes, yes, it's sort of sort of a religious program, sort of taking a look at back at uh, pop music that was, uh, you know, 
reflective of the times, it's of all this kind of doom and gloom that was going on. People were just looking for something new, and religion is something that people often turn to. Kicked it all off with the title truck to Spirit in the Sky from 69 by Norma Greenbaum. After that, from 1971, the title truck to Put Your Hand in the Hand by Ocean, which reached all the way to number two on the U.S. Billboard chart. A Toronto-based Canada group, Ocean were a group that consisted of two lead singers, Greg Brown, an American, black and also a keyboardist, and Janice Morgan, who was white and also played the guitar, a truly unusual set for any rock band then or now. Jeff Jones was his group's lead guitarist, and after the band's dissolution, went on to form Canadian rock mainstay's Red Rider. Following that, from 1970, from the album All Things Must Pass, my sweet lord, who else could that have been but the one and only, the late great George Harrison. In 69, following the filming of sessions for the Beatles' Let It Be, George Harrison told John Lennon he wished the group would record an album of just his songs for a change. This didn't happen. So Harrison, in 70, ended up putting out a massively successful triple album called All Things Must Pass. It went to number one in the United States, as did this single, which made him the first solo Beatle to achieve this feat. After that, from the Godspell film soundtrack, that's the Godspell cast from 1973 with Day by Day. Originally in, uh, from an off-Broadway show in 1971, uh, excuse me, the musical Godspell is a series of parables based on the New Testament book of Matthew. It originally began as an experimental theater piece at Carnegie Mellon University. Not only was the production highly successful, it spawned a film in 73 from which this top 20 U.S. Sit single is taken from, and it was the third song overall in the production. Following that, from the debut album by Queen, that was Queen, from 73, the track was called Jesus. Taken from the debut album by one of history's most beloved groups, compared to the other lyrical content in the album, which included fantasy elements, drug and sex references, this telling of the story of Jesus still maintains to fit in perfectly, due in no small part to the musical treatment of the track, replete with searing guitars and an over-the-top production. After that, uh, from the album Goodbyes and Butterflies, that was Signs from 71 by the Five Man Electrical Band. Another band hailing from Toronto. This group was known as the Cicados, part of this track and had several hits, but this is their best known song. At the time, there was considerable controversy about men with long hair being denied entrance to places as evidenced by the lyrical content of the song. A huge international hit for the band, it was successfully covered by California-based group Tesla in a semi-acoustic cover in 1990. And the song we just heard from 1973 from the album Cyan. That was Three Dog Night with Shambhala. One of the biggest and most consistent rock and roll bands of the early 70s, Three Dog Night charted no less than 21, count them, 21 top 40 hits in the U.S. alone, with three of them going all the way to the pole position. The band consisted of black and white members and featured three different lead singers, Danny Hutton, Corey Wells, and Chuck Negron. Shambhala, uh, spelled here without the letter H, is highly important in Tibetan Buddhist tradition as a spiritual paradise. In the Hindi religion, it is the birthplace of the final incarnation of Vishnu, one of the most important deities. Yes. <laughs> this is an educational program, remember everyone. And uh, kicking off part two here. The Recording Industry Association of America, the group that certifies releases for Gold and Platinum uh, Awards, named our next track as one of its songs of the 20th century. This track is led by a choir master, composer, and arranger of a group he helped found, the Northern California State Community Choir, based out of Oakland, California. 
This recording, which was on an independent label, found its way to uh, influential and legendary KSAN in San Francisco, who put the song into rotation. It became a local hit and caught the ear of Buddha Records president Neil Bogart, who reportedly kept the artist on the phone for eight hours. Repeat, eight hours in order to secure a national distribution contract. It became a massive international hit, selling seven million copies worldwide in its first year. My God. This is the full-length album version recorded in 67 and released as a single in 69 from the album Let Us Go Into the House of the Lord. This is the Edwin Hawkins Singers with Oh Happy Day, and we'll see you just before the grand finale.
Just 
And welcome back, children of the revolution, to what you're not listening to, the Out Educational Anthology Series, still here on Ace of Spades, PDX.com. I'm still your own monkey bear, daddy Ben bear, doing it all here in the DIY. Thank you for sticking around for our very interesting show about God Rock. Yes, God, I don't believe this, uh, some of this music is over 50 years old, right? Let's recap what we've heard in the second part of our show before we get to the grand finale, shall we? Uh, kicked off part two with Oh Happy Day from the album Let Us Go to the House of the Lord, really recorded in 67 and released as a single in 69 by the Edwin Hawkins Singers. Following that, Yvonne Elliman, recorded in 70, released as a single in 71 from the album uh, The London Stage soundtrack, I should say, of Jesus Christ Superstar, the original cast there. I don't know how to love him. Elliman was born in Hawaii and is of Irish and Japanese descent and relocated to London. London, England at the age of 17, attempting to make it in show business by playing clubs and bars. It was there she was discovered and cast in the London production of Jesus Christ Superstar, a musical by Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber. This single became an international hit, and she reprised her role of Mary Magdalene for the film a year later. Following that from 1972 from the album Toulouse Street, Jesus is Just Alright by the Doobie Brothers. One of four acts in this arena to feature black and white members, the Doobie Brothers started out as a biker bar band in Northern California named after a marijuana cigarette. It was what it was, and it was the 70s, right? <laughs> it was written by Art Reynolds for his gospel vocal group and uh, was originally covered by The Birds Prior. Uh, this version is much like The Birds version, believe it or not. It's bees. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's B-side, Rockin' on the Highway, was also a radio hit with both tracks are still featured on classic rock radio playlists to this day. And from the first album by Roberta Flack from 69, First Take is the name of the record, and this is I Told Jesus. Originally hailing from North Carolina, Flack started college at Howard University in Washington, D.C. at just the age of 15, becoming the youngest black woman at the time to ever achieve this feat. After teaching music for a time, following the death of her father uh, when she was only 19, she moved back to D.C. and started performing at jazz clubs. This track appeared on her debut and was originally classified as a jazz recording. However, one of the tracks from the album, First Time Ever I Saw Your Face, became a massive hit due to its inclusion in the Clint Eastwood film Play Misty For Me, his directorial debut, making her a major commercial artist. After that, because only the show could put Roberta Flack and Black Sabbath together in the same program and somehow attempt to make it work. From 1971, Master of the Reality is the uh, album name and track is after forever. For a band often associated with death, addiction, devils, and all sorts of other doom and gloom, heavy metal pioneer Sabbath released this on their third album, and it was a radical departure for them lyrically. At the time, Master of Reality was also their highest charting release in the States and part of a series of albums that cemented them as one of the top live acts of the day without the benefit of his singles. And the song we just heard, uh, the title track to Hallelujah by Sweathog from 72. A short-lived rock act from California, Sweathog released two albums of material on CBS, including this track, their only Top 40 single. Their debut uh, featured other tracks of a religious bent to them, including Non-Believer and Runneth Over. Though the cover has what initially people thought was a naked white ass on the cover. This track, taken from their second LP, also had our uh, cover art equally ambiguous, which sported what appears to be an avocado. Again, it was what it was, children, and it was the 70s. Yes, anything went. Alrighty. 
And our final act is another band from California which featured black and white members, including powerhouse lead singer Charlie Allen, a black man, which was highly unusual then or now for a person of color to be leading a white rock group. The backing vocals were a trio of well-known backup singers called the Blackberries, who also recorded Ringo Starr and Humble Pie and toured with Pink Floyd. This was the band's only top 40 single, but not their first with the religious overtones. That distinction would go uh, to their debut single, a cover of what is uh, one of the most beloved and famous songs in black gospel, also known in some historical circles as Negro Spirituals, Wade in the Water. And if you have questions, feedback, comments, dedications, love letters, and requests are always welcome. Please drop me a line at DaddyBenBear, one word, DaddyBenBear at gmail.com. Or find me on Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn by typing in Ben Brown Jr. Or on my design site at AOSPDX.com and use the contact page. Love to you all and happy holidays, Merry Christmas, however you're spending it. Let's just try and keep building each other up because it's been a hell of a year, hasn't it? Love to you all. The title track to Are You Ready from 1970 by Pacific Gas and Electric. There's rumors of war Midnight and women crying If you breathe there, you'll die Perhaps you wonder the reason why But wait! Don't you worry a new day is dawning We catch the sun And the way will fly It's better than any 